You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Spring is in full bloom. Are your finances? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, you can build credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments, all with no annual fees or interest. With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details. Hello once again and welcome to what we lovingly referred to as another Sunday Q&A. Um, I don't know how many of these have I done. I've, I've thought what I should do is I should count these and we could do like the hundredth one, hundredth Q&A, but I can't be bothered. So if anybody can be bothered, and I really wouldn't bother because honestly I'm sure you've got better things to do in your life, I'd be curious how many I've done. Do the Saturday ones count as well? Perhaps you did too? Or maybe let's just not worry about it. Right, so what we got this week... Um, Rambata 10 says, as an introduction, he says, um, you're up early Sunday, mate. No, I'm not. What I do, and what I do with a lot of the videos now, is I record them. So this is actually 5 o'clock on Friday. But the thing is, it takes so long to upload the video. And then, of course, you have to put the cards in, and you have to put the end screen in. So what I do is, depending, normally I normally do it on a Saturday, that's a Friday, but I'll re-record the videos. So if something, you go, hang on, that doesn't work, there's a chance it's because it was recorded previously. I'm sorry it's not live. But, um, hey, the luxury of live TV is not um, afforded to me right now. Who knows, maybe it will be in the future. Um, and Lee Allen, get well soon, Lee Allen. He says, cheers, P. Aiming back to work on the 15th of March. It's still in pain. Sorry to hear that, mate. But he might have to get used to it. And he meant to say, right, here we go. Heads up here, guys. He said, have you read the trade press? I think it's on the 22nd of February, 2022. Anything over two and a half tonne is going to have to be tackled and run the same hours as trucks. Now, I assume that you won't have to do the parking thing and you won't have to do the sort of transport manager thing and all that kind of stuff, but you might have to run on cards, which will change things for the industry dramatically. Having said that, February 2022 is quite a way off right now and anything can happen in the next half hour. So it's one of those watch these space type things anyway. So, right, what we got? Well, we've done the one on tramping this week. I'm trying to cut them down to a minimum because I don't want to overload you with videos. So, um, yeah, one on best fan for tramping. Steve Campbell says, he says, I think there's a firm down my way somewhere, so it's down south, isn't it, uh, called Harker, that's H-A-R-K-E-R, if they're still going. They build a bed behind the cab seats that um, folds up as part of the bulkhead when the bed's stowed away. They remove the original bulkhead, there's a bit of wood gone, fit the bed, the bed folds down into a load, like they said, load area with a pram hood to keep you warm in the cab, and uh, you can get a curtains for two for privacy. Uh, I understand the principle of that because that's kind of what is in my lorry, which is the fact you have to fold the front seats down and the bed pings down and you actually got to sleep in bed. Uh, that would be one way around it. Um, he also says, it's cost to fit in these things. I find it horrific. Um, he says, P.S., do you use, uh, who do you use for insurance again? Can't get insured um, to drive our curtain cider unless I insure daily at £29 a day, which sounds very expensive. We use Business Choice Direct. I plug Business Choice Direct. I'll be honest with you, I get a kickback. I think they gave me 50 quid last month. Every time someone signs up, I get 50 quid. 
but then I'll only plug people that are any good. Um, there'll be a link if you go to the end screen on the website, if I can do a link to the website. Uh, give them a ring, but I always say, try everybody. Get the cheapest one for you. They're the best for me. They might not be the best for you, but if you do use them, and I do recommend them, I've never come and stuck with them, please mention my name. I'll get a McGarrett out of it. So, um, but you do the best for you. But you asked me the question, who do we use? We use BCG, Business Choice Direct. They're also the people the Courier Exchange recommend. So they kind of work hand in hand. End of the day, you do you. It's just my advice. You've got, you've got to take it for yourself. Uh, coming down to the bulkhead thing, um, Echo Z Detailing says, in Europe, they cut the bulkhead out of a seven and a half ton, uh, ton panel van and put a folding bed in, same as, same as before. Um, it's all insulated, night heater. It says, for a curtain side, they have um, a sleeper on top of the cab. I've seen those two. You know, like with the Lutons, where you've got the Luton bit, because that is, that is actually why Lutons are called Luton. It's the bit that goes above the, the, um, the cab, I believe. There's a box van and there's a Luton van. The Luton van is the bit above the cab. And a lot of them, they sleep up there. But again, it's like, it says, um, oh, great video again. Thanks very much. It says a load of people driving around Europe just sleeping in their van, boom, 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 boom. But I think that nomadic lifestyle's kind of all right for a bit. I wouldn't mind doing it for like, I mean, I don't mind doing it like one day out, two days out. Oh, no, I've never done two days out. Um, to do more than five days and not go home, just to keep living in your van, it's kind of, I don't know if that will quite be for me. And, he's, you know, it could be, you know, one of the guys could go, on, it's a bit, a bit cramped up there. But, hey, in a day, everyone does it differently. That's the advantage. You are you. You do your own world, don't you? Uh, van on a run, says. Uh, he, says, he, says he, he says, I trap most weeks. He's fitted a cheap um, diesel heater in the back. Um, he's, up, he's uploaded a video of the fitting, and he said, can I give him a plug? Mate, if I can, I'll try and do a link to it. If not, what I'll do is I'll try and do a link to one of your videos, and then, guys, if you want to subscribe, follow the guy. He's out there. He comments regularly. He's, uh, it's not all about me. There's plenty of other people doing the thing about Vance. Don't, you know, you know I'll, I'll try and do, mate. If I can, please, if I remember, I'll try and do you a link. If not, put something in the comments. Go, oi, where's my link? And I'll get you sorted. But yes, please do. Please subscribe to Van on the Run. He's a nice geezer. Um, he says, um, as you're six foot two like me, actually you've got, I'm six foot one. You're taller than me. Um, he, he says, um, you took your tall foot to fit across a van line straight. He says, I like to sleep on my back stretched out with my hands by my side, like I'm in a coffin. Um, there are ways around these things. I'm sure that if, if you subscribe to the guy and watch his videos, I'm sure you can see how it actually works in real life. So... Don't take it from the guy who doesn't tramp. Take it from the guy who does. We'll see if we can get you a link on there, mate. No worries. Um, if not, just type van, van on the run into the search bar on um, YouTube, and I'm sure it'll ping up. It did for me. Uh, Lee Allen, he says, there is a company in the UK, we'll come back to another one, that do a conversion, and you can also get a sleeper pod that goes on the roof with a proper night heater. A bit cramped, though. It's just the money. It's like, you know, how much it is to put curtains in, how much it is to put... I'm not, that's one of the reasons why I went into a truck. When I'm thinking, it's going to cost this much to put a bed upstairs, or it's going to cost this much to convert um, the side, or I can just get an O-license and buy one that's already done. So that's one of the reasons I did it. Um, Clayton Inman says, you know, the best van for tramping, obviously a camper van. Actually, there's one better, but we'll come to that one at the end. <laughs> um, Mickey Mack. He said there was one on Autotrader the other day, extra long wheelbase sprinter. He'd moved the bulkhead uh, and built a bed behind the seats. The only issue is he'd lost access to the side door, and where you could have squeezed a punnet through. He said, I'm considering doing it and leaving enough room for two punnets, um, tramping luxury, you know. 
van glamping on the CX. The problem with that is you've instantly shortened your van by two punnets, so you're no longer an extra long wheelbase, you're now a medium wheelbase van. So yes, you've got somewhere to sleep, but at the same time, you're gonna lose all that extra money on jobs. To me, I still think the best thing is to get something that will fit in the cab, or in the summer, you can sleep in the back, keep those four spaces, and if you really want to, rather than, um, you know, sort of sleep in the back of your van, every couple of days get a travel lodge for 30 quid. You know, for the money you're going to spend converting your van and the money you're going to lose not shipping the stuff you could, it would be cheaper to ship more and then actually sleep in a bed for the night in a warm hotel. It's got a bar when they open. Um, but again, you do you. Everyone does it their own way. Um, the Corrigan 71 says uh, Luton with an overhead bunk. Yes, they do exist. Uh, Gold member says, hello again, mate. He says, soon be too hot again for tramping. Um, I hope you're busy. Too hot for tramping. At the moment, it's too cold for tramping. I can deal with hot. I can sleep in the back of my van. I can, when I was in the van, you can open the shutter, put the, put the tail lift up, open the shutter. Lovely, nice, loads of room. It was in the winter in Cardiff at one o'clock in the morning that it was too... No, that's when I didn't want to be in the back. That was when it was out. It wasn't even the winter. It was freezing. I was by water as well. I don't think that helped. Um, Ian McBride says, he says, those have... Um, he says... Um, those that have luxury heaters and beds in the cab are seasoned drivers. He says, my idea would be that put the heating things to ones like coats. They used to work for me. Admittedly, I wasn't sleeping there for long periods of time, but I used to sleep between the three seats. Just throw coats over me. That would work. Or removal blankets. That also worked as well. Um, he said, alternatively, and I'll set this again, measure a bit of wood, cut it to size, stick a mattress on it, store it in the back of your van. And then when it's bedtime, when it's all jobs are done, back of your van, bosh in the front, there's your big bed. Like I say, guys, there's ways and means around all this kind of stuff, like, you know, so. And finally, from Domain Name Guy, um, he says, right, this is interesting. Uh, collapsible loot, about £30 from Amazon, Power Oak, with portable collapsible solar panel, um, and also a cheap Chinese diesel heater, and insulate the van floor. Right, insulate, oh, and also, right, and use drive-throughs, saves cooking and washing up. Firstly, insulating the van floor is a nice idea. You might want to put some wood down there to protect it, but ultimately, if you insulate it too much, you're going to add weight, and you're going to you know, lose a little bit of space. It depends what you insulate. And if you insulate it with insulation panels, you could tear it to pieces, moving loads up and down, but I suppose there's a way around it. Um, collapsible loo. I've got a bottle in the front and back. I'm 50 now. You never know. You might get caught. But as for um, the other one, we've just got to make sure that we get that one sorted, haven't we, really? Um, and um, saves on cushion. If I, if I went for a drive through in mine, I think I'd be confronted with a very big bill. Um, as, uh, you know, it's not really built for drive throughs Although kebabs. I do like kebabs. And when you, I miss a kebab. And when you stay out, I do like a kebab. But, um, again, it doesn't happen that often. But it might, be, it might well be happening Monday, but we'll come to that anyway, later on. So what we done? That's all over there. Uh, right, miscellaneous. Darren Smith. Can we see some of your loads and a walk-around check? Should do one on a walk-around check. Thanks for the heads up. Yeah, I'll do that. I've just changed from using... I was using the truck app. I was using the app on my phone. I've gone back to the old system. I've gone back to writing things down on a pad. I just prefer it. It's easier. Um, I think the... Um, the app on your phone works really well if you're like, you know, with our drivers, one of our old drivers used to do his walk around check and then ping it across to us every morning so we'd seen he'd done it. It's not necessary. If you've got a decent driver, you trust him, you don't need to do that. 
Um, but, um, you know, just make sure that they're on the ball, check the book from time to time, that kind of thing. I've, I've still gone back to the old-fashioned book. Um, and as for straps, I've got to do one on loads of straps, but it's, it's in, in the queue. But anyway, I will get around to it, mate, promise you. Um, domain name guy again, he says there's a, f- oh, he says there's a few people out there with problems with uh, Peugeot, Citroën and Fiat vans are currently having mechanical problems. And there are no problems with Merck Sprinters and Crafters. I've always said, and again, you've got to bear in mind that this is just my opinion. There's Mercedes, then there's VW, and then there's Transit, or Transits as I like to refer to them. Um, And then there's everything else. You will do it your way. It's just what I find. I find for luxury and reliability, the Mercedes is the best, but it's expensive. The VWs are very good vans, but they're... um, they're not quite as good as Mercs. And then there's Transits, which are workhorses, and they'll go on and on and on, and they're not there, and the parts are cheap. And then after that, just not a fan. Just me. Maybe it's the years of growing up on the markets. Just not a fan. But there you go. But I'm sure you'll all tell me that you've got some of those sort of um, European vans, and you're having a fine time in them. In which case, I'm pleased for you, and well done you. Um, he also said, because we did one on best work boots, he said the Veltuff black and silver safety trainers, comfy from day one, they're top of the listing on BACA, B-A-C-A, safety trainers. I googled how much my boondocks are the other day, um, because they come from the States, and I can't remember how much I paid for them back in the day, but they're a horrifically expensive pair of boots now. Having said that, I have the luxury, because I don't stand on them all day long like I used to on the market, that the ones that I've got at the moment will probably last me for four years. Um, would I buy them again? Yeah, they were brilliant. They are brilliant. I've got me, me Heli Hansen for the warm bits in the winter and I've got me Boondocks for the summer. I suppose you can put safety trainers on, but I'm just a boots person, really. Um, but yes, no, but I'm sure there's plenty other out there, just uh, the ones I like. So there we go. Paul Bevan says, the amount of shippers that post jobs on the CX that haven't got the job is getting worse. Now, I did one on this. I called it the magic job and it's so frustrating when you go, right, I'm on top of it, I'll give it to that price. And the guy says, that's a good price. I'll just ring the customer. He says, <laughs> they say, I'll just ring my client. And I say, you haven't got the job then. And then, then, then they say, um, we'll see if the client likes the price. I say, you haven't even given a the price then. <laughs> I know it's really annoying. But it's the way it is. I kind of can see it in the fact that what they do is the client says, I need some pallets moved from here to here. And they go, rather than give them, because you've given them a price and you can't actually get the job off, you may end up losing money. So what they'll do is they'll say, right, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll come back to you with a price in about half an hour to see what I can get. So then they go off, see what prices they can get. Then they go back to them and say, I've got this. you know what, 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 where that one falls down? You say you've got like half a dozen bids. or so say you've got three bids, 90, 150 and 180. So you go, right, I've got 90, I'll give the guy the job for 140. You ring him up, he says, yeah, that's a goer. Then you go back and 90's disappeared. So you've got to give it for 150 and you've lost a tenner if 150's still there. So but I'm sure there are shippers out there that will explain to me the other side of how that works. What we tend to do, what we tend to do with our customers is we give them a ballpark figure of what we think we can get the job for or depending on time and availability, we'll just quote them the job. And if we can't get it covered, it's going to cost us money. But you've just got to be professional about it. You've got to think that sometimes it ain't going to work out, you know. But um, he goes on. This is another point. He says he had a call from the CX last week about very cheap prices. He said there's a job description that was something like this. It's 11 miles, 70 to 80 drops of flowers in London, pays £130 a day, starts at 6am. He said by the time you've actually worked that job out, 
it works out at less than minimum wage. So he said he's, he's took a screenshot, he's thrown it to the CX, they're going to look into it. Yeah, I very much doubt anything will come of that. The truth of the matter with this one is, guys, is we've got to be wise. Don't work for nothing. There's plenty of work for those that will work for nothing. Do the maths, work it out and go, I mean, do I want that job? Or would I rather, like, you know, do, like, pick up, drop off, pick up, drop off. I might not get 130, I might get 100. I might get 80, I might get 90, but I won't get anything like the amount of grief. You guys have got to do you. You know, all I do is I, t- I, t- I tell you what happened to me and what is happening to me, and I also voice the opinions of people that are much more clued up than I am. But at the end of the day, you work it out yourself. You do you. I ain't here telling anybody what to do. I'm just here telling you what goes on in my world and what, what the people that are wiser than me know. So, But, yeah, if that was me, I'd just go, I'm not doing it. That's something. It's when it says, job pays 40 quid. I think, no, it doesn't. Well, not in my world, it don't. If someone wants to do it for 40 quid, let them. I ain't doing it. Um, Lee Westcott, have you ever quoted a job, um, ever overquoted a job and, and um, got the job? Is that right? Have you ever quoted a job and thought you've overquoted it and got the job? All the time. But I'll do one on that. And that you know, mate, so, not everyone is a loser. Sometimes you think, oh, that's all right. And sometimes you go, how on I've even quoted jobs before where the guys give me more money. I, there was one particular one. We'll come back to it. I'll do you one on that. Um, Dolly Dalton. He, he says, we did one on lady drivers. Somebody asked, I think it was Tiffiosa Cornwall, are there any lady drivers on the exchange? Uh, Dolly Dalton, who's our fridge man, he said, we've got two lady drivers who both have ADR licences. Impressive. Women who carry bombs. Um, they always say when they turn up at collection points, the look of surprise on the warehouse staff, warehouse staff is worth a million dollars. I'd like to see that. Well done, you girls. It's not all about us, fellas. Well done, you for out there running. You're running for a good man, I believe. Um, Andrew Gutland says, Hi, Pete. Great channel. Thanks, Andrew. Just one question. Uh, you mentioned you were down to one job a day due to the COVID lockdown. Have you noticed any slowdown in work due to the quoted 68% trade drop in EU? Mate, at the end of the day, I don't know if it's down to the trade drop or I don't know if it's down to COVID or I don't know if it's down to um, EU regulations or Brexit. At the end of the day, I just know... Uh, I used to have this thing on, on the markets where, you know, there was... I've got to bring out a book. A million one excuses for why we're having a bad day. In fact, I think I might even done a video on it back in the day. I have to look that one up. Um, my favourite one being excuses you could only use once in a lifetime. And if I had done the video, it would be on there. Um, but at the end of the day, you're either taking money or you're not. And it's relevant of the reason why. You're either taking money or you do everything you can to make the money. And as long as you're winning, you're winning. Um, it is always tough in January and February. I'm 100% sure that the COVID thing hasn't helped. I'm really hopeful, as I believe we all are, that once all this madness is over and once the sun comes out, things will get back to normal or more like normal and we can go back to running and making more dough again, or at least making the same amount of dough for less grief. But we, who knows what the future holds? As I say, anything can happen in the next half hour. So um, I just hope you're all doing okay. Uh, what have we got? Ian Roswell. <laughs> How about getting magnetic signs and taking them off before you rock up to pick up a delivery point? This potentially could work. I have one problem with magnetic signs. Let's say you spend that for a magnetic sign. And then as you're driving down the motorway... So... Save yourself the aggravation of getting a magnetic sign. And next time you're driving down the motorway on a windy day, just sort of just do this. There you go. I have to pick them up later. Um, yeah, I hope I don't lose them. That's really close. Uh, Oliver Gunn. 
to add some context, I want to eventually run in my own... Yeah, he did a thing. He said, I want to eventually run in my own Arctic. Uh, but I want to start off with something smaller as a way of getting started with the O licence, such as... And the main reasons being, um, you want to start a 7.5 tonne or a 12 tonne, easier for parking, and the fact you can still run for profit. You actually, yes, you can. I'm making money in my time. Part of me does wonder, and I was talking to a geezer about this today, because we, we, I think we've got another... We might have got in with a firm around the corner. That good. They're ringing us a lot. And fingers crossed it could be good for us. And I said to the guy, I said, I don't know whether to change from the 7.5 tonne to the 18 tonne. Because if I change the 18 tonne, when I finally, when the COVID thing locks and I can actually go and do my proper licence, which I am going to do, going to do my class two, um, it gives me a lot more scope. On the flip side of things, I can get bigger things. I can get 2.47 on the side of mine, which a lot of 18 tonnes can't. I can go into so many more places that 18 tonnes can't. I do a lot less fuel than the 18 tonne. Having said that, I probably still would go on the 18 tonne. I probably will go Euro 6 and get myself a bed. But I have to wait until I can actually do the test first. Who knows what the future holds like, you know? So, But, mate, as I keep saying with everybody on this, this is just me and what I do and the advice of people better than me. You do you. I only hope it works out. He did say thanks again for the advice. It's my genuine pleasure. Uh, CI Brad says, Pete, could you do a video regarding the benefits of being VAT registered? Is it better to go like full VAT or go flat rate? I've done one before. There'll be a link if I can find it. Um, I'd say flat rate. Own a driver every time. I would be tempted to go flat rate. We can't because of the firm and it's too involved, I believe. How does the financial side of things? Um, but if it was me and I was just an owner driver, I'd just go flat rate. Do a job for £100, charge them 120 Pay a tenant to the vet man. Keep the tenants. Don't have to worry about the fuel receipts. Don't have to worry about the receipts. And all the aggravation and the paperwork and all that stuff. Nice and simple. That's the way I believe it works. Probably wrong. Remember, everything on this channel is probably uh, you know, largely wrong, or at least largely wrong. But take it all with a pinch of salt. But no, if it was me, I would advise flat rate. Um, RBD35025. Mate, you've got to come up with a better... This is the, the, the droids... You know, we, we need a better name than that. Uh, Pete, question on pricing. Probably been covered before, apologies. I don't, I don't apologise, mate. Any questions, welcome. He's running on short wheelbase between thirty uh, between 60 and 70p per mile, depending on desperation. Yeah, you could probably go up to 75 if you get it right, but yeah, that's about right. That's fine, yeah. Um, however, when pricing for short jobs, like 20 miles, should I be pricing higher? Seems to be he's posting a quote and having <laughs> they're biting his gear stick off. Yes. Absolutely. I've done a video on pricing before, but I mean, if someone's going to price, a, if you, they want a job that's running two miles, you're not going to price on £1.20. You should have a minimum price, which I would say in a short wheelbase would be, in a small van, maybe 25 quid, but for 25 quid, you'd want to be on top of it and you want to be going nowhere and you wouldn't want a distribution hub. It's like pick up a box, drive it down a road or drive it, you know, five miles and drop off a box. But on a short wheelbase, I think you should be looking at a minimum price of 35 quid. 30, 35 quid. You know, you don't want to be running for less than that. And again, look at the job. And you think, does it look like there's going to be a lot of waiting around? Because if there's a lot of waiting around, I, I don't even want to do it. So, but these are things that will come in time. But yes, there definitely should be a minimum price on the job. Um, Gary McConaughey, who's done some more questions. Oh, by the way, thanks everybody for the questions for the CX. I've gathered them all together. I meant to send the email. I haven't. I'll hopefully send it tomorrow. Um, I think it looks like it might not be going ahead because... I don't know why, but um, I'm going to send the questions and I'm going to say it's up to you guys. And if they don't want to answer it, that's fine. That's up to them. Like I say, they're under no obligation. But I will read all your questions out because if they don't want to answer them, maybe we can answer our questions 
answer their questions between us. So again, I'm not out to get anybody. I'm just trying to sort of, you know, shed some light on the matter, like you know. So um, anyway, Gary McCann said, "He said, of course, I should be waiting time." Um, he said, you don't ask a plumber to come round, wait him outside for half an hour, and then get him to fix a tap and say, I'm not paying for half an hour, you've been hanging around outside. Um, I think, yeah, it was handballed that Ben said there shouldn't be waiting time. It's just a matter of if the job takes longer than... It's me, if, if they sell you one thing and then deliver another. I've always hated that in the market where they'd show you a shirt, oh, look at this shirt, it's next, and they'd turn up and it would be Zorbly. And I'm thinking, yeah, that shirt had next in the label. This shirt hasn't got a, a recognised brand in it. That it might look like the same thing, but instantly it's worth half the money. And then if they if they turn around, and say, you turn around, and say you have to ring them up and go, you posted the job as this. You never mentioned the fact you had to go up thirteen flights of stairs. The job is not what you said it was, so we have to renegotiate the price of the job and do it politely. There's no reason to have a war. Just be upfront and honest with people. You know we're all human beings here. Um, all right, <laughs> Lewis A ASP six says. Just set up in Leighton Buzzard with four more 18-ton trucks. My mate is setting up in a farm just outside Neaton Brown a couple of weeks with a 7.5 and two 18-tons. He says, thanks for getting me the info and setting up with his O-licence. Lewis, if this is true, then we need to get in contact with each other. I've put my number out there before, or you can leave me a message on the comments to turn around and go, you know, because with you, me, and your mate, we could go after some bigger customers. I have a suspicion it's not true. I have a suspicion that it might be one of them comments that go, you're telling people how to do things. What if someone sat up on your doorstep with exactly the same thing as you have because you've told them how to do it? Um, and I would say to that, oh, that it were so simple. But like I say, if it is true, get in contact with me. I don't believe you will. But um, if it's not, I will do you a response video to that. Like I say, I'm just out here to help people and... Um, if it came back and bit me, then it comes back and bites me. But it hasn't yet. So we just have to wait and see, won't we? So I have my reasons. I'm sure that'll all become clear in time. Well, they kind of told you before many times, just whether you choose to listen to them or not. Um, Thermas Talker says, after watching this video last year, here, this is interesting. After watching this video last year, he's invested in a van for some extra income. I'm fully employed Monday to Friday. Um, I thought I'd advertise locally for removals, pickups, etc. Oh my God, I was turning down jobs left, right and centre. Basically, I'm an extra £200 a week and that's being selective due to my work hours and the missus complaining. Mate, you're a superstar if you're doing that. Um, I've got to say, if you're going to buy the CX to run at weekends, I wouldn't recommend it. There's not a lot of jobs happening at the weekends and if they do, you can find yourself going distance and then not coming back. Um, and he has made the point in here, and I'll say this to all of you, advertise locally. You know, you might want to do small removals, small flat removals, Facebook, um, picking up sofas. There are other platforms you can run on. I find value for money-wise, the CX is the best. That's why I use it. There are other ones like um, Shipley, and there's a few other career ones. We, use, we, we, we signed up for returnloads.net. That's a waste of time. As soon as we can get out of that, we will. Um, but there are other ways around it. Don't limit yourself to the CX, particularly when you're starting with scattergun everywhere. When you can, when the lockdown's over, flyers through the local firms. Not ones that you do from the CX, you're not allowed to do that, but ones that you don't use. Cards, anything you possibly can. The brother-in-law, if, if he's got a factory, get hold of him and turn around and go, who are you using for your career vans? I want to be the guy. Do everything you possibly can, mate. In the meantime, having said that, it's time of lockdown, when we're all struggling, well done you. 
On the other side of things, Dan Fletcher, Dan Fletcher says, he swear people are doing this for fun at the moment. I'm having conversations with shippers who are regularly selling jobs for 50p a mile in the loot and it's debilitating. Yeah, that's shocking. You can't run for 50p in a mile in a loop, and it's costing you 25 to 30p just to run it. So you do, I think sometimes you have to stick to your guns. It depends on where you are. It's hard, mate. I know it's hard. Hopefully it'll be all over for, soon of us, for all of us soon. And OK OK says, thanks for all the videos you're uploading. I'm about to start a loop and van on the Courier Exchange. Your videos are very helpful once again. Thank you. Right, well, there you go. There's the comments from everybody. So, um, I don't know. It's tricky, isn't it? It is tricky. It's like the world changed. It's like a perspective shift. Suddenly I was looking at day and I'm looking at night and it's another world, but let's just hope we're through it all soon because it's all a bit... I, I recently, I mean, this week's probably one of the weakest I've had in the truck. I've lost, I can't at the moment do my um, early morning slayer jobs. Uh, so I'm having to start at a normal time and more times, a couple of times, getting out one job. Having said that, let's go on to it. Uh, right, finally, uh, Jason Burke. He says, oh, about working in offices. He says, Pete, mate, I can work in an office. That's shifting paper all around all the time. Oh, by the way, Ian Rother, magnetic signs. Um, I study could have got a thing up. Uh, Pete, mate, he said, I know how you feel. I worked in offices for 25 years. Paid off the mortgage early. Well done, you. I wish I'd been that sensible. Um, started being a delivery driver two years ago. Loved the freedom and the variety. Now I have a job I love, delivering items that are essential and needed, and everybody really appreciates it. Never been happier. Wish I'd done it years ago. That's from Uncle Jason, Uncle to the Cats, and my personal hero. The personal hero, in case anybody knows, because he's the only guy I know that worked for the NHS and then lost his job during lockdown and then got another job during lockdown when no one could work. So, mate, my hat still goes off to you. And finally, the last word this week goes to Julian Rowe. Oh, by the way, Ian Roswell, magnetic signs. Um, well, he might work, I don't know. Um, is it the best van for tramping? A hotel. <laughs> With that in mind... Monday morning, I am up in Slough at 5.30. I've got Deeside and then I've got Liverpool. And then I've barely got enough driver's hours to get back. So chances are I will be out somewhere tramping on Monday. As usual, I'll keep you guys abreast of the situation. And in the meantime, take care, take money. Save a little more this month. Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals 24. Banking services debit card provided by Bancorp, Bank NA, or Stride Bank NA. Members of FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.